We're talking about the adult narcissistic child. You yourself are the parent and your child you have raised now is a narcissist. What do you do? How do you deal and work through the guilt that you may have? And what are some steps that your family can do to plan around this? Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, spiritual healing from trauma and abuse for empaths, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, spiritual mentor and author, and I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse and childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now. So the adult child can inadvertently or on purpose, because that's what they're doing is manipulating, wreaking havoc in the family. And they do this for their own self-benefit, either because they need you to continue to enable them, to provide for them so they don't have to work, or they just are fighting and vying for the attention from the other siblings. Or they want to control you and your situation uh, in order to gain for financial gain. So there's a few scenarios that I will share with you uh, regarding this. So the first scenario of a particular narcissistic child may be that they are coddled, they manipulate, and they triangulate in order to get what they want. This is a really complex and almost covert situation where the parent thinks that they are taking care of their children's needs as an adult, but not realizing that they're neglecting all the other children's, adult children's needs at the same time, in the meantime. Because maybe they think the other adult children are independent, they don't need them, but this one really still needs their attention. Or maybe something traumatic happened in the adult child's childhood and there's guilt and shame uh, as the parent around that, and now is the time to make up for lost time or for that trauma. But inadvertently, that extra attention is enabling that narcissistic child's codependency on the parent and also enabling the discard of the other children in that scenario. And you're constantly coddling that child, enabling them. And so every time they ask for money or time, you give it to them without any boundaries. And we know as toddlers, that's not a healthy thing, but it becomes more complex as adult children that that's also not a healthy thing. The second one is the adult child makes everyone's lives miserable and want things to go precisely their way. They're control freaks. And everyone is walking on eggshells around them. This one can be tricky because I kind of relate to that. However, I know I'm not the narcissist because I'm asking myself, am I the narcissist? And no. So what it is, is sometimes as the discarded child in scenario one, you may start to speak up, act out, get frustrated with your parents that they are being sucked into the other child's vortex. And so you're, you may have a, a few outbursts or they may call your conversations or begging or requests or arguments about the, the narcissistic child as selfish or, you know, unvalidified stance against you, uh, the, the narcissistic adult child. So that also makes everyone miserable. 
So this particular narcissistic child, though, in scenario two, is throwing like a temper tantrum as an adult. They are having emotional outbursts. They are, like he says, making everyone's life miserable by pointing fingers and projecting just so they can get what they want. <clears throat> Number three is addiction. Always asking for help or money, but since they're always asking for help and money and the parents are giving it to them, they also aren't asking for help. And this is usually where we see like an intervention or something like that, where it's like, you know what, mom and dad, you need to stop giving them money because it's going to the wrong thing. They need to go to actual therapy or a recovery house for addiction. Sometimes as parents, we're always going to be the parents of our adult children. And it's important to still have that, that viewpoint but also, we can't enable our adult children from not being able to grow into or feel the consequences of their bad decisions. Just like little children, if they don't bring home their homework or their sweatshirt, how about, you know, you pay your parent $30 because you just lost the sweatshirt. So same thing with that concept as little children, as adults. There should be consequences in our lives and our parents can't always rescue us. Number four is financially successful. The narcissist is flourishing financially, not emotionally, and they rule the family by money. So they maybe are supporting the parents now. Parents are living with. They hold their money power over everyone else and say, well, you need to come and visit mom or me or else I'm not giving you your allowance, right? They even could be giving the sibling allowance or I'm not giving you allowance anymore because you're not doing what uh, I want you to do. So that could be another one where there's control, financial abuse and control from a, a sibling or an adult child toward, and or towards a parent. Let's say they make more money than you and you are grateful that they're now providing. But in order for you to live in their house and they take care of you, you now need to live by their rules. And it's almost like the parent-child role is reversed. I think there should, in every relationship, there should be mutual respect. So intergenerational households are beautiful. I'm hoping to live in one and they're glorious, but there needs to be mutual respect and respect for the elder. The financial gain is not what earns you the respect. They still need to be respectful of you as the adult because you have more life experience, you raise them, and you are grateful that they are providing and where you help them gain the success in parenting and getting them into school and achieving what they achieve. So reminding them that outward financial gain is not the end all be. Sarah five is the child who has failure to launch and the parent owes that child, the narcissist child, everything, they're entitled. And this child or narcissist always plays the victim. This is a scenario for most narcissists. It always boils down to they have unhealed, unresolved issues in from their childhood, from their experience of childhood, which every family is different. I would say that not every person who is raised in a household is going to be a narcissist. You could, you did your best, you, you, parented as best you could with the tools you have. And sometimes children take the dark path and others take the light. So failure to launch is that parent, again, enabling them to 
not be able to fly, make some mistakes, fly again, make some mistakes. So I think it's really imperative to know that every child experiences differently. And what I've learned from learning astrology and human design is that we do have our karmic path. And sometimes as long as as parents, we can give our children the tools to work through it, then that kind of gives them a boost. But if not, we're still here to experience this particular struggle or experience in life based on whatever planet is in a certain house, a certain zodiac, and it's just the path. So as an adult child who can maybe give advice to a parent who has an adult narcissistic child, is applies to every other relationship with a narcissist, is with compassion and love, be there consistently for them with boundaries. So draw the boundaries, state the consequences, and have self-respect to say that if this boundary is crossed or you're continuing to ask me for money, I'm sorry, I won't be able to, and actually follow through with not giving them money. And don't give in when they complain and they yell at you and they have a meltdown because they are going to feel like they're going to die because you're not giving them their needs. They need to now learn to fly out on their own. They need to learn from their mistakes and learn from these consequences. And being a parent myself, I would say always do it from the state of I'm doing this through love, through tough love, but for your own good. Maybe that might help you with the peace and the calm that you have to make these really tough decisions. You have to make these really tough boundaries that feel really excruciating for you and the child. And with everything, always with a narcissist, I guess, is don't play. So if they're going to start an argument, don't continue to argue with them. Don't play. To win with a narcissist, don't engage, don't play, and do gray rocking as much as you can, holding fast to your boundaries, taking care of yourself as a parent, and that's all the best advice I have for that. Yeah, taking care of your own mental health, what you can control within yourself, and our outcomes that we think should happen don't always happen. Therapy is always a great place, too. If you can get your adult narcissist child together with you, together in therapy, that's a great place to start. Sometimes it takes a catalyst for narcissists, a very uncomfortable catalyst for narcissists to awaken to the fact that, hey, I need to heal. But I do truly believe that all of us are born empaths and we either take the light or the dark path. And I think that's why they call dark empaths. They're very similar to narcissists. So having someone who is narcissist informed in therapy can help you. Like maybe break through some of those walls that they've put up from their pain and their experiences in childhood. Sometimes psychiatric care can also help. Going no contact is sometimes the only thing that you can do because neither of those steps are working and they're constantly pushing your boundaries and acting like a giant baby, <laughs> which I know is really painful. And really accepting the duality of, yes, I did my best and I have to stop enabling and this is the path that they've chosen. Obi-Wan was so upset and disappointed in himself 
that Anakin took the dark side, but Obi-Wan had no control over that, right? So just be gentle on yourself. Don't be so hard. Don't let them control you. And don't have weak boundaries. So I hope this episode was helped. Subscribe if it did. Comment via email, raven at ravenscott.show or on Instagram, empath and narcissist podcast. Just DM me what you're struggling with specifically. Maybe I can answer a little bit better in another episode. Share it with a friend who may also be dealing with the adult narcissist. You know, as a Virgo sun, Virgo rising, I have an eye for detail. Maybe that's why I love analyzing human design. I am a 6-2 sacral generator. And for some of you who are new here and those who have been here a while, you may not know, and I haven't really shared this, but you would have never guessed that I was a hopeless alcoholic who loathed my daily routine. When I was a girl, I never thought that I could have been a published author, let alone an entrepreneur or podcaster. My negative self-talk was a monster and it was winning. And I remember my senior year of high school not having any direction at all or thought about college. And I didn't really even apply to any. I was already a leader in the spiritual world at my school and church, and I didn't really have an urge to aspire higher. I definitely thought that any big college wouldn't accept me. Plus, it was way too scary to go and live on my own. And then my first love, the narcissist, who would go on to emotionally abuse me, swooped into my life. I stopped talking to my parents and I adopted his family as my own. I turned a bit narcissistic as well to guard up against that betrayal that I felt from them sheltering me and lying to me about, I don't know, real world things like evolution and things that they truly don't believe in, but that wasn't my path. But after a couple years, my boyfriend wasn't satisfied. He kept wanting more and longer and more and more at night. And I had to wake up early, early in the morning to go to work while he slept in. And over and over, as after, after every Friday this would happen, I, bl I believed all the lies. I believed that it was my fault, that I wasn't good enough, and his narcissistic manipulation twisted my brain wires in such a way that I believed it was all my fault. And then life threw me a lifeline. Long story short, you can read in my first book, Empath and the Narcissist, about how I got out, but I got out and I found human design and actually landed in my lap during one useless coaching program. And that useless program was worth it <laughs> because now I have the most powerful tool to allow everyone in my life to be seen and heard. It has given me clarity on how powerful I am. It's valid validated my skills and purpose while extinguishing the lies of society, the lies of my ex-narcissist and my negative thoughts. And it helps us find our own purpose, destiny, and connected to your soul. And it's helped me connect to my soul. That shift out of being a victim to the lies and manipulation of my ex-narcissist and into a podcast author and so much more. It was taking that next right step. And I want human design to help you shift out as well. And I know when you first get your chart, it is overwhelming and completely foreign to even decipher. 
but I have found a simple way to give you a step-by-step guide to understand your chart. So of course, if you haven't grabbed it, grab your free chart in the link in the show notes. Uh, And also you'll get a free ebook copy of my newest book, Empath's Guide to Rising Strong. It's a human design guide workbook. And the for this way that I wanted to help you in this step by step was via audio. So you love the podcast, you're here listening. So I've created an exclusive podcast membership through the same podcast, but you will just sign up through the link in the show notes and you'll receive a link that will be another exclusive podcast feed that you'll copy. And I give you instructions on how to copy that into your podcast streamer. And then you'll just receive the exclusive member-only episodes in your feed as long as you are a member. So starting January 15th, what I'm going to be including in this exclusive podcast is the Zodiac Seasons, the updates with each human design gate transits, readings through my book about each gate, describing the planet that rules that Zodiac sign, and really getting us prepared for the season. And then the somatic healing meditations I am offering as well every week, a new meditation to kind of help you ground and heal and work that trauma out of your body and away from you and out out into the world, but it needs to be unstuck. So we're doing those in the exclusive podcast. I'm also going to include moon updates. So when the full moon and the new moon what zodiac they're in and what rituals to do to support you and each week of course i'll be sharing a different way of your understanding your human design chart fully i'll be like what's going on with this i don't understand this and you can just ask questions in that group the weekly zoom call so you can bring your chart ask your questions and i'll provide you the clarity that you need and that's all part of this exclusive podcast membership super bonuses here in 2024 to help you boost into your 2024. And I'm doing this because I am on a mission to empower empaths who feel like a shell of a person because of narcissistic abuse. You know, I'm I'm helping you find your power through the truth of human design and your human design chart, because I believe we are all born into this life at this time for a reason. And I believe there will be a mass rising in our power and independence starting in 2027. We're going to feel a bit of it before we're already starting to feel it now. When the incarnation cross, rise of the sleeping phoenix is activated and the collective is in that incarnation cross and all the babies born then will have this incarnation cross and be very powerful. And there will be need to be a role model and a guide to knowing how to understand your energetic soul's destiny and purpose. I do this because I believe your chart is the key to your success in rising up against all the lies of the narcissist and the shadows of society. And I want you along with myself to rise up into your destiny and power to aid the world and transform from the ashes into a vibrant red phoenix bird. So I want you to achieve the state of peace and power so that you can thrive in your life. So go ahead and just try it out for 30 days. Try the podcast free trial. Click the link in the show notes and get your free trial today. Shine on, empath.
until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the end of this podcast episode and being an empath member here in the community. Please share this episode with a friend, follow my blog at ravenscott.show and leave a comment in a blog post. I love hearing from you. Be sure to listen to the Empath and Narcissist Audible book or you can grab your paperback on Amazon. It is a profound exploration of my journey and healing, providing you with tools for healing as well. And you can buy my new book now, the follow-up Human Design Workbook, containing all the tools for healing and an in-depth understanding of human design, Empath's Guide to Rising Strong, in paperback on Amazon. And your review on the book at this time is imperative for its success. Please leave a review. The link is in the show notes.